0: Hello, ladies, gentlemen. Episode 12. You know why 12 is a good number? Because it's one more than 11. And that means we're just moving on. Trucking on. Trucking along. Let's do it. Got as many episodes as Jesus has apostles. If you
1: don't buy things, Whatever the fuck paper, that's supposed
0: cars, to mean. Streets and that's it. Streets and that's it. Streets and that's it. You know what is going on right now? I have snot and boogies pouring out of my nose like it's it's like it's like I'm a fucking keg and people are just walking over and tapping me. But no really I am pouring just out of my eyes out of my nose. All of a sudden these last two days just crushed me. Seems like when any kind of storm comes in because it did just snow like 8000 fucking feet outside. I'm sorry I'm coming off so aggressive already. I'm on fire, baby, though. Two cups of coffee. Remember last time I had two? I got all crazy. Um, But I got to do a podcast anyway. You know what somebody said to me at lunch the other day when I was at work? Well, it was actually the owner of the company I worked for. We were at lunch, or dinner it was, and uh, they were all talking about football. And... I'm dozing off into space because if you know anything about me, you know that I do not like sports at all. I mean, hockey's the only one that I'll pay attention to, but even that is just kind of, I'm really disinterested in anymore. And he looks at me and goes, hey, well, how come you're not participating in this conversation? And I was like, I don't know anything about football. And he said, what? And I said, I don't know anything about football. And he said, what? You see, I thought you were like the cool guy. Swear to you, these are the words that came out of his mouth. I would never say that about myself. I am so far from cool. Even that word came out of my mouth funny. I was like, cool, cool. Hey, what's the weather? I can't even tell somebody what the weather's like. if it's the, What's the weather like? It's cool. Am I the cool... I thought you you were the cool guy. If you thought I was the cool guy, that doesn't say anything about anybody else. Let me just tell you that little tiad piat. And that's kind of my problem with the sports culture. Not my problem with sports. I'll tell you what my problem is with sports in a second. But sports culture must be associated with manliness and... uh... I guess, bravery, confidence, uh, power, respect, you know, all those things. Athleticism is this, like, is regarded as manly. And don't get me wrong, it is. Or if you're a woman, it's very womanly for you to be athletic and talented at what you do. But to link it to, like, people's character or what that says about them is very unfair. And that kind of pissed me off. So, if only cool people... What what do you think I'm doing at home? <laughs> this? Yeah. This is dorky. Sure it is. Is it dorky to do stand-up comedy? I don't know. I mean, everybody has their thing. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, is that this is my thing. I like to play music. I like to do podcasts. I like entertainment. I'm not into sports. And here's my problem with sports. This is it. I cannot comfortably sit back and watch other people win. If that sounds like a cocky uh one of those um what are those books that you find in the uh in Barnes and Noble, it's like self-help, meditation, whatever, but they're it's all oh, the motivational speaker people, you know? Motivational speakers, Tony Robbins, those kind of guys, they all write these books and uh what i hate i'm going to go off on a tangent here here's what we it's okay i promise i'll make my way back around to the original point sports i i didn't lose track I was just about to tell you something about football now we're at barnes and noble in the self-help section and tony Robin, R- robins tony robins with his gigantic head is there calling you out from a book to read his his book this is what i hate about these self-help people okay their job is to motivate you, right? And they always say, well, I used to have no motivation. I used to wake up and go to my dead-end job day after day, but then I changed. Then you changed and became a motivational speaker. It's like I got from A to Z without going from B to Y in between. I'm a motivational speaker. Let me show you how to do things that I never learned myself because I went from nothing to being a successful motivational speaker. Do you get what I'm saying? There's something missing in the middle. It's like a cake with no filling. It's like a donut with no filling. It's like a person with no filling. Just a sack of skin and hits the floor. and it, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying that a motivational speaker is successful because they're a popular motivational speaker. Okay? Nobody, if I went out and I said, hey, I'm a motivational speaker, nobody would fucking hire me. Nobody. Okay? So you, you, you went from being nobody to being a successful person who wrote books that help people, even though you don't know how to help yourself yourself. You know what your problem is? You just got to get up out of bed and have a good breakfast and do yourself a couple of push-ups before you get your job. No, all of that sucks, okay? That's why I hate motivational speakers. They shouldn't exist to motivate. There should be demotivational speakers, all right? I should write a demotivational speaking book and put it in Barnes & Noble, just put it in there myself. And just e- each book cover is just going to have a different title directed to somebody's issue. It's going to be like, yeah, right, You there's no way you're going to be successful at public speaking by Keith Bellamo. Um, You'll never get into a healthy relationship, loser, by Keith Bellamo. Uh You've been sulking over a breakup for so long, you're pathetic, and that's probably right because you're always going to be alone. By Keith Bellomo. I'm sorry somebody close to you died, comma you got to joke about these things and not be so sensitive. I also made a joke about Stan Lee on Instagram yesterday, and I got clobbered by people, by these gigantic fucking nerds. I'm one of you, dorks. This one guy comments. Hold on, let me bring it up. This guy, here's a really funny story. This guy found me on Instagram in a comment section where he was being like a keyboard warrior, uh, social justice kind of taking the defense of, you know, not making fun of topics, and came at me, and I was like, dude, fuck off, I'm making a joke, it's a joke, all right. it's not insensitive, so I made a joke about Stan Lee, because everybody, as soon as somebody famous dies, they go out there, and they're like, oh, Stan Lee was such an influential person to me, really, How, how would I have known that otherwise, how does Stan Lee influence you? What in your profile? I could scan through your whole profile and not see one fucking Spider-Man picture, or you even going to see the new Spider-Man, or talking about the new Spider-Man that's coming out, and while doing that, mentioning, oh, Stan Lee, what an inspiration. No. This is why I joke about it, okay? You can't just take things that happen in the news and cling onto it with emotion. That's called fishing for compliments. It's the classic fishing for compliments, but this is how people do it in the new age. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting a little phlegamy. All right, so here's what this guy said. My post was this. Y'all are acting like you had brunch every Sunday morning with Stan Lee. I, hey, in my opinion, that's pretty fucking funny. And uh, here's what the person wrote on my page. When someone dies, it's these edge lord, meaning people who say edgy things... Edgelord posts or rip posts, all I'm saying is that you can say nothing or you can tell the world it annoys you that people acknowledge death of a huge influence on modern pop culture, I guess. (laughs) You know what? What a douche. Okay, and here's what I wrote back. I bet Stan Lee influenced me a thousand times more than you and any of these people. I actually write stories and I have hundreds... I misspelled hundreds. It says, I have hundred of comic books. Okay, so I came off with one spelling error, not the strongest sentence I would have liked to. Uh, And so what? I chose option B. I'm a comedian. My whole purpose in life is to make uncomfortable observations and find humor in them. Here's the good line. You're once again here representing yourself as a giant fractured pussy who gets off policing people's content. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion as well, but you have to make it so easy. All you do is going around people, yelling at people on the internet. You're the annoyed one, okay? Now, it was a strong comeback, but it was way too long, and I'm so pissed off, and then I am I get off, and I do the thing that everybody does when they get in an argument with somebody. They immediately find the perfect answer after the argument. That fucking sucks. I want to be that person who can just come off with the right answer off the top of their heads all the time, but instead I'm a babbling jerk off. All right, so... Then I thought this, this is what I thought I should have said, and I should have, I was right. I wrote, you can say nothing also, by the way, right? Because he said, you could sit back and say nothing, or you could tell the world it annoys you, meaning he was telling me to shut the fuck up. So I was like, you could could also say nothing, by the way. Like, shut your fucking face. Anyway. (sighs) Football, why I don't like it. Damn, I'm good today. I'm on point. I'm not going to lose you people. Don't worry. We're getting back there. The the owner of my company said that he thought I was the cool guy uh, in regards to me not watching sports, or particularly in this case, football, was the conversation. Why don't I like sports? Because I hate to watch other people winning. I don't care if they represent the city of Philadelphia. I don't have any particular attachment to any place that I've ever lived. Do you know why? Because I'm always looking for the next best thing for me and for the people around me who I care about. I don't want to sit down on Sunday and watch somebody else win. I'm going to say it like that every time so that it sinks in. Here's your motivational speaker. When you're not doing something to progress I get it that people are people have a job and that they do all week and they're content with that and I really really wholeheartedly admire that personality and that philosophy if you can be content with going to your job and you go home in your weekend and that's your relaxation time God I love you and I admire you but my brain does not work that way my brain is always trying to win So what I do with my free time? I hardly watch TV. I'm always doing music. I'm always writing. I'm always writing comedy and doing this podcast and editing it, editing it takes a lot of time. But you know, I guess and somebody asked me recently too about why am I always doing stuff? Why can't I just relax? And I really don't know. There's something in my brain that doesn't allow me to relax. I would even go so far to call it a disorder. I would say it's part of ADHD. Surely. You know, bouncing around from one thing to the next. But being hyper-focused on certain things. What happens when you have ADHD is you become hyper-focused at times. And if it's a task that you enjoy, you become... So involved in it that hours can go by, and this is exactly what happens to me when I play music i'll I'll be like you know i'll be like okay I'm gonna take an hour to play music and then I'm gonna take an hour to write, and that's gonna be my artistic frame for tonight and I'll start the music and it's seven o'clock, and the next thing I look up it's ten thirty you know because I'm so unorganized that I don't set alarms I just I'm like oh yeah, I'll stop at an hour it doesn't work that way." I get hyper-focused on these things. And uh, my body does not let me sit down and watch other people win. I need to win. And also, sports? Eh. You know, if you want to look for all the world's dummies and all the world's people who probably get violent on the wrong occasion, including domestically and amongst friends and family a lot of them are at these sporting events. Just saying that, I'm not saying that sports fans are less intelligent, because I know very intelligent sports fans. I'm just saying, if you want to find a lot of people who slap their wives around like Jackie uh, Gleason, you know, there are a lot of Gleasons in the audience. (laughs) One of these days, Alice... One of these days, Alice, I'm gonna end zone touchdown. <laughs> Damn. Brought that back. How you like that? Gonna take a sip of my coffee. I deserve this. Hey. What? Damn. Look at listen to my nose. I'm so stuffed up. You know what I dislike uh have, I dislike this habit about people. Like listen, I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee. Listen. You may have heard the swallow. But other than that, you didn't hear any contact with my teeth or my my teeth. Why? <laughs> Can you imagine bashing your front teeth with a coffee cup every time you try to? Anyway, this is what I was getting at, people who do this. You didn't hear a sound except for when I swallowed, right? But this is what people do. They go. uh went down the wrong pipe see i don't even know ha- <clears throat> i don't even know how you people do that weirdos Ugh. they're like snakes they're like snakes drinking out of a hose <clears throat> it's like an elephant drawing water into its trunk what are you doing do it like this All you heard was the swallow and the cup sit down. <clears throat> Can you imagine if it was quiet in Starbucks? Like, no music and no riffraff in the background? Like, a particularly quiet day in Starbucks. It would just be like, <clears throat> shuffle, shuffle, click, click. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's somebody's cell phone. <clears throat> Hello? Hi, yeah. I just ruffle ruffle newspaper. I click 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 click. Guy typing essay. Click 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 click. Five hours later, guy got guy has one paragraph done. Click click click. This is a gross podcast. I talked about my bugs, now I'm talking about bizarre eating habits. man, I still can't get that out of my th- <clears throat> that slurp you f- people you people ruin me you slurpers <sighs> you slurpers they use slurp territory get it like usurp Ugh. what other bad eating habits do people have? you know, oh, I got one I got one okay, let's say I got a bag of gummy bears. Not the kind that I like, like the the THC gummy bears, but like regular gummy bears, all right? And <clears throat> somebody comes up, and they're like, oh, are those gummy bears that you have? Yeah, they're gummy bears. What else does it look like? There are pictures of gummy bears on the front. It says Haribo. How about you just tell me that you want some gummy bears? How about that? So you give them the bag, Right? Now, this is my bag. This is my bag. My hand can go in the bag. My hand could come out of the bag. I could lick the edge of the bag if I want. You know? I could stick my dick in the bag of gummy bears if I want to, but I'm not going to, because that's weird. And uh, so you, you give the bag to the person, and the person, God knows where the fuck their hand's been, puts their hand inside the bag and fiddles around for a handful tainting every single part of the bag and every gummy bear in it. Every little soul, every little gummy soul's been tainted. Right? What's the proper thing to do? Take the bag, tilt it over, and pour them into your disgusting fucking hand that you were petting your dog and cat with who licked their shitholes all day long, by the way. Everybody says that. Did you know a dog's mouth is uh, cleaner than a human being's? I brush my teeth and use mouthwash, motherfucker. There's no way your shitty urban legend statistics are correct. I don't believe it. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. It's got to be a myth. Is it true that a dog's asshole shitty licking mouth... I'm not going to type that whole thing out is it true that a dog's mouth is cleaner <clears throat> okay there is some controversy among scientists about the cleanliness of a dog's of dog saliva versus human saliva i personally think dog saliva is cleaner in the sense that the saliva in dogs does not actually aid in digestion meaning i guess it doesn't have bacteria because that's what what aids in digestion in our saliva. It is its Saliva is mainly a way for the dog to sweat. The saliva is kind of thick, and the properties of the saliva is said to have antibacterial properties. The word saliva really grosses me out. I don't know why. It just sounds disgusting. Or salivate. Like, if somebody's looking at food and they're like, oh my god, I'm salivating. I would be like, get up from the table and go take a shower. You just... Dis- Disgusting. You disgust me. Salivate in your own time. I would rather somebody say I'm drooling than I'm salivating. Ugh. Saliva? Ugh. Uh, people who let their dogs lick them on their mouths absolutely repulse me. <laughs> I'm just reading the com- I'm here for the comments. Uh, I think it's a Myth. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, listen, I don't lick my asshole. The only things that go in my mouth are is food and gum and drinks and water and, you know, the occasional vagina. But besides all of these things, I don't put anything strange in my mouth like, a you know, I mean, and dogs don't even wipe their asses. So, okay, you're never going to sell me on that. Can you believe it snowed already? On the East Coast, at least. We got, like, four inches the other day. Do you know what makes me nervous? When people just stare at you do something for a long time? Like, there was a guy parked in front of my house for what God knows what reason... The whole time I was shoveling. And every time I look up, the guy's just staring at me. And it just makes me really uncomfortable to stare at... Like, I never stare at somebody doing anything. Because I feel like it makes... it's it, I don't know. It's just part of me. Like, I know that that would make me uncomfortable. Like, for example, when I go to Wawa and I get a hoagie, you know, you see people just sit back and watch them make the sandwich. I I walk around. I, like, you know, maybe pull out my phone and read stuff it makes me feel uncomfortable to to watch somebody do something. I don't know, you know? Speaking of being a fat fuck, like I was going to say speaking of being a fat fuck, speaking of being at fast food places, I was at California Tortilla last week in Philadelphia. And what they do is they have these, uh, uh, point, like a point reward system, it used to be a card, now it's an app, and you got to sign up online, and blah, 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 so I had a card, because I used to go there all the time when I was in Philly, but I threw it out since I moved to Jersey, because there's not one near me here, so I was there the other day, and I said, yeah, I have a card, but I don't have my information on me, I was paying with my credit card, so what she did was look on the back of my credit card, and typed in my name, and she looks at me, and she says, hey, uh, uh, then the phone number is 917, blah, 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 And I was just like, uh... And she goes, is that not your phone number? And in my head at this point, I was like, nope, it's not my phone number. But I was like, yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> I just didn't feel... I wanted to get out of this situation. I didn't want it to be like, I need these points. Put them on my other card. Just whatever, sure. And then she says, oh, well, your account... It, it says you have uh, points that build up to uh, dollars, Do you want to use them? And I was like, "Uh, how many? She said, you can get $2 off. And I was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, other Keith Bellomo. I'm sorry, other Keith Bellomo. But uh, I'm taking your $2 burrito points. Ain't nobody going to have my name. I'm the only one. I'll steal all your rewards points. So I took the other Keith Bellomo's points And I got $2 off my burrito. And I only paid about $6.12 as opposed to $8.12. Thank you, Keith. So anyway, hey, I'm thinking about it. And I remember a long time ago, I found another guy with my name on Facebook. And go figure, he lives in Rochester, New York. Hey, guess what else about him that I know from way back He's a white supremacist. He wears white suspenders. He uh, is very open about it, from what I remember. We chatted a couple times, just because it was odd that we had the same name. And then, you know, I started finding things out about him and the clubs that he belonged to. And I was like, okay, never talking to this guy again. So guess what? I did something for, I did something against hate. I stole money from hate, and I used it to buy a burrito. How many people can say that, that they stopped, or that they contributed? I just want to let you guys know that I don't stand for that shit. I don't stand for hate. I don't stand for racism. I don't stand for homophobic uh, sentiments. I don't dislike anybody. I love all the world's people. As long as you're a good person, what do I care what you look like or what your culture is? That's the really funny thing to me. All right, I'm going to stop and be serious here for a second. That's the really funny thing to me about racism that I don't understand. You can go to any country and you can go to any uh, culture within that country and you will find nice people so <clears throat> to dislike an entire people on a grand scale to me is is a very bizarre way of thinking and it's really hard for me to understand how it exists you know it's very complicated it's a very complicated thing it's it's uh, i guess what it is is it's it's fear It's got to be fear, fear of the things that you don't know about another culture. I'm sure there's somebody way smarter than me, like a sociologist, who has nailed this on the head multiple times. So don't think I'm trying to be like some smarty-pants asshole here. I just think that racism is fear of other people's experience, you know? Or like that. Like I said in my last podcast, people need to be near their shit. I was talking about that guy that would afraid to leave his luggage behind him, his giant luggage, like somebody was going to steal it in the airport and he kept looking back at it. I think people look at that way about themselves and the preservation of their character and all the values that they hold. They think that somebody else's values are going to come in and overtake theirs. And let me tell you something, if those values are better than the ones that you have, then you should be open to letting them take over. And that's how I am. I've learned things from so many different cultures and races that I can take uh that that have changed my perception of things that's just being human baby to divide us all apart because of uh things that we do or things that certain people from our cultures have have done you know just look at your own and i'm not just talking about myself i'm saying anybody who has any kind of racist or you know homophobic feelings or sentiments look inside of yourself and look at you who you are haven't you made mistakes haven't your people made mistakes you know my people have my family comes from uh sicily and they were there when mussolini was uh um in rule and you know i i'm they were a part of a terrible terrible part of history as well. I don't know as much going as far back to there um and what they were actually involved in, but look at yourself and look within yourself. So Italian people have done some horribly shitty things, you know, to other people. And their thoughts and and values have been hateful and Dis- and, and, you know, disregarding of human life. But I know some awesome, awesome Italian people. I know some really, really good Italian people.
1: <clears throat>
0: I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're racist or if you feel any of these thoughts, it's probably because you're afraid of somebody else taking your shit, taking your luggage. Well, here's a little analogy for you. Maybe you should take your luggage, open it up, all right, and take out some underwear and put so, put a little bit of somebody else's underwear in there. Underwear being influence and values in this analogy in case you're not following along. Take out your old underwear, put somebody else's old underwear in there unless they're going on vacation then it's fresh underwear. In which case, the underwear that you took out, you probably wouldn't give them if it was if it was dirty. So, okay. So let's say you're both going on vacation. You open up your luggage. You take some of your clean, fresh underwear out. You exchange it with somebody from another country, which is culture and values, is how, how we're seeing this underwear in this equation. And you take it and you put it into your luggage and you zip it back up. And you become a little bit of that person. That's all I'm saying. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. This has been a very educational podcast. Um, I had a really interesting, now that we're on the topic, I had a really interesting cultural experience when I was out in Chicago last. Uh, I have a really good friend, Muhammad. He's a uh, Muslim guy from Jordan. And he uh, has just... Um he was a customer of mine in Philly, and then we just kind of became friends. It's just one of those relationships. We talk to each other on the phone almost every other day. Uh, he calls me for advice and vice versa. And what's awesome is I'm not a religious person whatsoever. If you said, hey, do you believe in God? I'd be like, I want to so badly, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't say yes or no. I just can't. He knows that about me. He knows that I feel that way about God and the concept of God. But still, when I'm having problems in my life and I talk to him, he quotes Islam and he quotes the Prophet Muhammad, and that's how sometimes he gives me advice. And I don't—I can look at that and find that not thre- non-threatening, first of all, uh, res- uh, insightful— regardless of my beliefs, because uh, I'm not saying there aren't fantastic values and ideas wrapped up in religion. It's a philosophy on life and how you should live your life. Of course, there are good points. But uh, I take his his advice, and, you know, I always say stuff to him all the time, like, dude, you know, I don't know if I believe in God. Like, why would God let this happen, and why would God let this happen? And he just gives it back to me and just says, hey, It's just, you just have to believe it, and I respect that, but what I'm saying is, I sat down with this guy and his family for dinner, me, white guy, full family of, like, 10 people, beautiful people, great food. By the way, they made this thing, I wish I knew how to pronounce it in Arabic, but it literally translates to upside down, and they make a giant pot of, like, rice and vegetables, eggplant and uh, carrots and chicken and um pine nuts and it's and then they turn the thing upside down it's like the pot they take a pot they put a plate on the top of it that's bigger than the pot you know like a bowl plate huge i'm talking like that you would need to like if you're hugging a tree you put your hands out in front of you and like you're hugging a tree huge bowl put that on top of the pot flip it upside down hence the name of the dish and it pours out like a cake like in layers onto the thing And then you take your stuff, and then they made this salad and this yogurt, this homemade yogurt. Man, it was so good. It was so freaking good. And we ate. And uh, all I'm saying is, man, it hurts my heart to uh, know that people can be so closed-minded that something like this would be such a far concept from their uh, brains. Or that this wouldn't ever want to be an experience wouldn't be an experience that they would ever want to have that hurts my heart that heart hurts my heart. I sound like somebody from Chicago that hurts my heart. It hurts my heart, don't you know? Yeah, that's like Chicago Minnesota-ish Midwesty heart Have you ever watched that movie Hearts War? Oh, I went to the concert the other night. I saw Kevin Hart. Shot through the heart, and you're to blame. You give love a bad name, bad name. I think I may have had more than two cups of coffee today. Might be this mango cushy cush. Oh, you know what? Chris D'Elia has a really good bit about sports, how he doesn't like sports. I was just thinking about that because I was thinking back, like, I wonder what everybody's doing tomorrow. I'll see what my friends are doing because I have free time and they're probably all watching football. While I'm looking up this video, I'll tell you a funny story. I'll tell you how much I don't like sports. When I was growing up, I had a really good friend, Steve, and his dad was heavily involved... in multiple businesses, so he always had sports tickets and concert tickets for, uh, you know, to give out to clients and stuff like that, so we got to go to all kinds of games, and he would get, like, the box seats and stuff, right, so he would always give us tickets to these box seats, they would be catered, there would be beer in there, um, you know, sandwiches, wings, whatever, just there, we'd go there, watch the game, great view, we would bring, like, eight people, um... Or at least on one occasion, we did that in the box seat. And we hated sports so much. He would be like, yeah, why don't you take your girlfriends uh, here or whatever. And he'd give us tickets. So the one night, we would always take, if we had girls to take with us, we would take them with us. And, you know, it would be fun because we'd all be goofing around and stuff. But on many occasions, we didn't have girls because uh, we were terrible at, at talking to women. I was always terrible at talking. Like, I can't just go up to somebody and make conversation. I ha- I was introduced to my wife. I have to be, I would have to be introduced to somebody unless somebody came up to me. It's so hard for me to go, I don't even know what to say. Hey, uh, you look, I wouldn't know what to say. You look pretty. And then she just fucking maces me in the face. That's what would happen. I'd be so afraid to talk to somebody in today's society not saying there aren't a lot of creepy guys out there, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of just, you know, hesitance, I guess, in the, uh, male community to, to, um, compliment or come on strongly toward, anyway, I digress, I don't need to worry about that, I'm married, so who gives a shit, good luck, single people, good luck, single people, man, you guys, you guys got it tough out there, let me just tell you that, shit, anyway, Now this time I lost my track in what I was talking about. Single. Oh 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 the box seats. So on many occasions he would give us tickets. One time we got like practically courtside seats to to a a Sixers game, and the two of us got there. And I swear to you, swear to you, within twenty minutes, I don't know who said it, but one of us looked over to the other and said, "Dude, this you want to get the fuck out of here? This is so boring." And we got up and we left. And his dad called us probably like 45 minutes into the game, which we weren't expecting. But we were already in the car, like driving to Pats to get cheesesteaks. Um, yeah, sports. Don't like them. You know why? Because I don't want to watch people. I don't want to watch people win. I want to win. I got to win. I have to win. If I don't win, dude, if I don't win in this lifetime, what I'm trying to do, if I don't get some kind of respect for this podcast or all the music that I'm putting out there or some recognition on stage, at least I know I put the work in. I might not win, but I tried. And sitting on the couch and watching a football game is not trying for me. My brain won't let me do it. Stop trying to get me involved in sports. No. I don't care. I don't care about the touchdown. I don't care about the end zone. I don't care about the dribble-drabble. I don't care about periods and quarters. I, I No. The only periods that I care about are the ones that tell me that I'm not going to have another kid this month because I'm not ready for it. Not that I wouldn't welcome that. If it did happen, I'm just saying, hey, I'd welcome it with open arms. Alright, I found the Chris D'Elia bit on sports This is like, this will help you also understand Why I don't like sports It's a He's obviously a super professional comedian Here's his uh
1: This is the least manly thing about me I don't even like sports, I don't care I just don't care, I don't care about sports I don't care, I tried to watch, I don't care I would watch it if it was real bears Versus real dolphins That would be way better and we can all agree on that, dude just bears out there, like, ah, ah, and dolphins on the 20-yard line, just, arr, 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 Way cool, man. Basically, the, the game would just be bears eating dolphins, and I would watch every game. NFL would have all my money. <laughs> bears versus Lions, you wouldn't wait all year for that ferocious matchup? Come on, dude. Eagles flying around, shitting all over the Buccaneers. I don't... <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what a buccaneer is, but I know it would be hilarious to see an eagle flying around trying to aim and shit on one. Fuck sports. (laughs) I don't care. I can't get over the fact that no matter what way you cut it, it's really just grown men fighting over a ball. That's all it is. Whether you like it or not, that's what it is. There's one dude out there just like, hey, I got the ball. (laughs) Then the other dude's like, oh yeah? But I want that ball now! Then the other dude's like, well, too bad. If you want it, you're going to have to try and get it from me. And guess what? I bet you can't. Then the other dude's like, well, that's not what these ten dudes dressed just like me have to say about that.
0: So, yeah. My sentiment's exactly, Crystalia. You know why I can't sit out there and watch people fight over a ball that they think belongs in their end? In a uniform? Because they're winning, not me. And that's the message of of today's podcast that's the message I, I'm here to deliver you. You need to go out there and. Wait.